Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Dear Jane and Ray, and the family of Melba, both by blood and by the blood of Jesus our Savior, grace and peace are yours through our risen and ascended Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The last year of Melba's life was, shall we say, a bit tumultuous. Last year, when she had her heart attack, I thought that that was going to be it. I thought we would be here about this time last year. Nevertheless, it is God who had her days numbered, and though she survived the heart attack, her health, as Ray so eloquently would put it, was up and down over the course of the year. You've seen the hand gesture. (laughs) Some days were very good days. Easter this year was a great day for her. But some days were not so good. In many ways, this mirrored the way Melba lived. Her experience of such tragedy and losing her parents at a young age is, I think, hard for almost all of us to fathom. But her life was also filled with unimaginable joy. I think about the pictures that my dear wife took of your family over the last few years, but especially that last year when Joe was still living. She loved those great-grandkids, and you could just see it on her face. And now, thanks to the internet, I've seen a bunch of pictures posted on Johnson's obituary page for Melba, and you can see the love and the happiness that she had with her family. Some of those pictures just gush with love that she had for Elvert and for, really, all of you guys. As you know, Melba was committed to her faith in the Lord Jesus from the time of her baptism at Emmanuel in Dudley Town to her catechism and instruction and confirmation at Emmanuel in Seymour to our participation in the life of the church here at Valonia, Melba clung firmly to the, to the faith that was once delivered to the saints. She stood on the rock that is Christ. And on this point, I have some personal experience. In these last few months or so, I had stepped up my frequency of my visits with Melba, and she often would say something like, Now, Pastor, you don't have to visit me as often as you do. That's okay, but I want to make sure that I get to take communion. She didn't want to go without it. She was asking, without asking, to make sure that I would be there with the Lord's word and with his body and blood. And in the last few weeks, she even told me, she had told me how she had prayed for our family. We had uh, uh, several health conditions that had Uh, kind of overtaken some of our family. And here is this dear woman lying on what was her deathbed, and she prayed for us. This encapsulated well her confirmation verse, which you've already heard this morning. St. Paul writes, He, that is Christ, he died for all, that those who might live no longer live for themselves, 
but for him who for their sake died and was raised. But those highs also were not without their lows. After she had told me that she was praying for my family, I called her a dear saint, and with tears in her eyes, she said, Pastor, I'm a sinful saint. Dear friends in Christ, Melba knew well the curse of sin and the fruit that it brings. The wages of sin, St. Paul says, is death, and she saw that at work in her life and in her body, which was subjected to the fall. And this is precisely why she wanted her pastor to come with the Lord's word and the medicine of immortality that is the Lord's Supper. She wanted the forgiveness and life that Christ offered to her through his word and through his blessed sacrament. That what he did for her in his death and resurrection, he would deliver directly to her. Christ died for Melba's sake. She clung to that promise with all of her life. Christ became sin for her, that in him she might become the very righteousness of God. The fact that she took the time to pray for my family in her last days may seem like a small thing to most, but it was proof that Melba did not live for herself, but she lived for Christ, who died and was raised for her. Her simple yet profound act of love for my family shows that in spades. Now that's not her ground of certainty, but it is the natural result of a heart that has been made new in Christ Jesus. Though Melba wept through many bitter years, her life was found in Christ. Like Mary, who confessed the resurrection of Jesus to his disciples, Melba confessed the resurrection of Jesus to those around her in her word, but also in the way that she lived her life. And because Christ is raised from the dead, Melba, too, shall be raised from the dead. Like Job, she will see her Redeemer with her own eyes. Even though right now her eyes are closed in death, one day Jesus will recall her from the grave, and she will be raised bodily from the dead just as surely as Christ was raised from the dead on the third day. This was the comfort that Melba had. This is the comfort that the whole Christian church on earth has. We now live today in the light of Jesus' death and resurrection for us, which lights the way to our own resurrection. But even that is not yet the end of the story. This week, the church gathered to celebrate the ascension of Jesus, where he was as God and man ascended to the throne of God and sits there to govern all things in heaven and on earth for our good. Christ took our human nature with him to heaven. He is our brother. He is sitting on the throne, and he will take us there to be with him in the resurrection. We will be there with Melba, with Elvert, with all those who are now enjoying the nearer presence of God for all eternity. 
not in some disembodied spirit, but in a body that is new and raised from the dead and as God intended it to be from the time of paradise. No more pacemaker, but a heart that will never wear out. Dearly beloved, Melba lives, and just as surely as Christ died and was raised for her, and is even now seated at God's right hand, he will bring her to himself, both body and soul, in the resurrection. And so we proclaim, with tears in our eyes, but with faith in our heart, Alleluia! Christ is risen! In Jesus' name. And now the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord.